0: Everyone, welcome to episode 18 of Domestic Pints Only, a podcast about beer and friendship. My name is John, and joining me, as always, is Tom. Hey, how's it going today? And Alex. Hey there. All right, uh, it's a fun episode for us. This is uh, this is coming to you next week, but for us, this is our second header. You know, we just we went to bat. We had a good, uh, good early game. Our, our batters were hitting well throwing good but now you know we've got the long stretch this is where you know really wears on your team so uh it's the second episode today for us uh we just did one on prank earlier really, so if you missed our Kronk episode please check that one Pull out back
1: and watch it please
0: it's a pretty uh, it was a pretty interesting experience if anything um
1: I it's mean, a short episode but oh yeah it it's has a shorter episode. it has It has value, I'd say. It has heart. It has heart.
0: It it would win the heart trophy. (laughs) It would win the heart trophy, yeah, and the the selkie. All right. Uh, So today today we've got um, an interesting episode, and we're going to get to the beers, and I'm excited to talk about them, but um, I have a little bit of little notes that I want to mention as we get into it. So today we're talking about... Uh, non-alcoholic beers. There's other also referred to sometimes as low alcoholic beers kind of packaged together with
1: or near beers. beers.
0: Or near beers. Sunday beers. Or Sunday beer. Yeah. Sunday beers Alex puts it. Um yeah, these are a good way to refer to them is usually alcohol. We're talking about low low alcoholic beers or non-alcoholic beers tend to be like 0.5% or lower. Actually, you know, throughout history there's been like different thresholds set to determine like what constitutes like a higher alcohol beer, like to usually 2.5 or lower. Uh, for those, um, well, let's just—I just want to talk a little bit about the history of non-alcoholic beer. It's kind of interesting. These actually, I mean, as you would assume, date back to the origin of beer and alcohol itself. So, um, you know, it's also commonly referred to, at least you know, from like a Western Europe historical perspective, as like as a ta- as a small beer, uh, commonly referred to as like a small ale or a table beer. And you know, this was produced in medieval Europe and all the way up through to like early colonial American times. You know, we, they call them usually small beers because um, they as conversely compared to like big beers, like li- larger alcoholic beers. Those tended to be more expensive. The Lesser al- al- alcoholic beers were cheaper, so more affordable, especially for like, uh, you know, much more poor or uh, lower income uh, people back then in those days. Um, and actually, um, in some cases, they were considered like preferred flavored beverages, something you could drink more casually. Um, as opposed to you know, heavier beer, which if you drink too many of them, you go to sleep, you pass out, you can't do any work. Smaller beers were more preferred. And you have to think back then, this is before like germ theory before people actually like knew about stuff like cholera, where if you drink you know poop water, cholera, that's how you get it. Uh, back then, they didn't know about like the like the associations between like bacteria and water and parasites. And so people used to just drink like lighter ales. Just to like, you know, not to survive. Oh, yeah. Probably like, oh, thought it's safe. it,
2: yeah, safer than water.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So people would do that. And actually, people would drink that um to uh, get out of, say, like drinking at work. Cause back then there was different laws around like drinking and like work employment context. So people would oftentimes be drinking at work in some cases. And you know, when the industrial revolution happened, larger machinery, there's a lot of fine motor skills to operate. They people a lot of people took up drinking. Table beers, small beers uh, to kind of drink and not be able I don't know, chop your hand off setting up. I was going like to a, say, I think that's a, like a safety
1: thing. There's probably yeah, exactly. a lot of injuries at that time.
0: <laughs> yeah. So that, that was a period of time that rose in prominence. Obviously, uh, knowing your history in, in the especially United States, they rose in prominence during the temperance movement. So, you know, as people started to kind of sway away from alcohol, they became preferred. And then, bam, the Volstead Act got passed the US. Prohibition, um, in that case, even major, as we're going to get to with like Bud and Coors, like major, major producers actually switched to making non-alcoholic beers, and those were the ones that were most commonly consumed, um, um, and even these referred to also as tonics, and for a period of time a lot of breweries switched over to these. Later BAM, later 20th century, people started to get more concerned about stuff like, like alcoholism and, and that sort of thing. So people started to switch to uh, major companies started producing as we did in previous episodes, light beer, non-alcoholics are in that um, field as well. Today, of course, you know, there's different reasons I think people drink non-alcoholic beer. Some people, you know, might just not be into getting drunk and they want to just drink something to to dissociate with that. Obviously, there are people who are alcoholics. So if you're trying to get off of yeah, drinking, beer, in recovery. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of people might want to you know, obviously not consume alcohol anymore, but might still enjoy the taste of beer or maybe just kind of sometimes the social aspect of like having a beer with, with your buds or something like that. You can still kind of be part of that process. Um, so yeah, there's different reasons to consume it. Um, and yeah, they're really popular now. It's interesting. Uh, they're popular actually in the Middle East. I was reading an article uh, when I was doing some research for this oh, in the economist talking that would make about sense. in the Middle East, like there's been like a big boom in non-alcoholic beers, you know, obviously because in a lot of a lot of Muslim cultures, like people in, don't consume Yeah. Any, uh, and it's become like there's been actually kind of a booming like craft beer scene. I was reading in like places like Lebanon. I was like, wow, like I've never, I've never heard of this. It was really you'd never, ex-
1: yeah, we I mean, wouldn't expect that to happen.
0: Yeah, and actually, I was reading that there were certain clerics in Egypt and other countries that actually issued fatwas saying it was okay to drink um, in large amounts with like your friends and stuff, provided you don't get drunk. So it's like,
1: oh, I oh, you're know, like, like beers. Like for- you can, yeah, That's what I was sort gonna of, say it's like for yeah. like celebration reason.
0: Yeah, and it's also like fits into that culture. So, anyways, I'm gonna I'm gonna sh- get shut up soon and get some of the beers, but I just wanted to touch
1: on yeah. that though, John. I was so I remember seeing this is like on the show Mancers for all things, though, So I can't <laughs> say like that. This, TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't like, say this is like very like you know, prominent information, but like the Egyptians were the first one to invent
2: beer. Really? Interesting.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So and but- one other thing to note before we get into the beers is like, there is like a very large craft de beer scene that's growing yeah. right now in Canada. Like they're all over the place um, in Calgary where I am. Um, so village brewery, which is a really popular craft brewery. They actually have the, I think two or three kinds, including a non-alcoholic stout. Like it's not just lagers or radlers as well. Like there's, uh, there's a bunch of new stuff too.
1: That'd be interesting.
0: Yeah, I was chatting today with a, a future guest, and we—he mentioned uh, I mentioned Dominion City. That's a you know, spoiler alert. That's an ep- episode we're going to touch on. A brewery called Dominion mm. City in Ottawa. They actually just dropped a, a light beer, so he was saying it was quite good. And they actually make one also with like, um I think like lime flavor or something. Like it's a lot more of a lime flavored one. So he said he said it was nice. quite good. Yeah, I think there's different reasons. Obviously, people are tend to be more concerned now with like the amount of calories you consume. That's why we've seen kind of the. The craft seltzers or like the alcoholic seltzers come up and i think kind of non-alcs or lights probably fit in that same camp too um anyways i'm gonna get i'm gonna get to the beer soon i just want to mention i was looking at it from like a western europe perspective but like all across the world and pretty much every culture has kind of their own like lower alcoholized fermented type of drinks uh junyang in china it's like a sweet fermented rice there's also amazake in, in japan and uh, in korea is dansoo also referred to as gamju uh, Papwick in uh, Poland or Lithuania, Kvass throughout much of like center, Central Eastern Europe through Russia or even up into Northern China, different kind of, I probably butchered those pronunciations but, like different uh, dialects on those words. You know, there's many different also kinds of, you know, guys can think of like non-alcoholic drinks that are similar, just like 0% or, or just a little bit higher like horchata, kombucha, like a lot of fermented drinks kind of fall into that as well. Um, So yeah, there's there's a lot of talk about. And actually, I think I I found a bunch of really interesting non-elks just on on my own buying some of them. So as I mentioned, if you heard last episode, we're probably, um, you know, in the future, just like random bonus episodes, we're going to drop like little quick hits talking about, you know, like, you know, happenstance. We happen to come across a beer that just doesn't make sense. We're not able to get it to each other. Maybe it's only a limited time. Maybe we're just like live recording and we just happen to be somewhere that we were having a beer for the first time uh we might do like little like one-offs i have a few non-alcoholic beers so i'm probably gonna talk a little bit about them because there's some pretty interesting ones but none of my co-hosts are as interested in <laughs> consuming them as me so i'm
1: trying <laughs> i'm <laughs> trying to come into this with an open mind yes i, I, like I was one. i was really not <laughs> <keine laughs> excited for this part to be honest
2: yeah i would say my but, my with non-alcoholic beer is um I just don't, like, if I'm not going to have a beer, then I'll just have water or pop or something else. So I'm interested to to have an open mind. It's just something that I have never typically gone for. Yeah. And I'm, I'm pretty much
0: in the same camp. I find like as someone, I I just tend to, I don't drink that much at home. Like if I have a drink, it's on like the weekends and it's usually just a couple, but I usually tend to just like, if I'm going to drink like during the working hours, obviously like I just have coffee or water and, and that kind of, feeds into the rest of my day it's just like coffee or water and i forgot i drink black coffee like ugh. but i don't know that tastes spirit i guess so.
1: tastes great
0: yeah shout out to black coffee drinkers Pod for yeah. you. <laughs> all right we let's a, get into it
1: i was always gonna, i always just wanted to say that i'm like black coffee drinkers have a heart of gold but a soul of black
0: <laughs> absolutely yeah Anyhow, all right so, so
1: let's let's kick things off I'm gonna. I want. I think I should kick things off. I think we're gonna start off with Coors Edge non-alcoholic. This is a double brewed beer, and then again, this is less than point five percent. This can kind of has um, like a like a Coors Banquet feel yeah, to it. It's like the same color, like, I think. Yeah, like that mustard, the Dijon mustard, as we said.
0: It, it's like a but very specific, like, like cream mustard color. It's very interesting. I wonder if it's like your, your own. I like, I like
1: it. maybe they have a patent for it yeah i was gonna say you know they have a lot of money those Miller course people they Mm might have just man that guy from bodog has his own tartan for fuck's sakes i don't see why fucking core's (laughs) edge couldn't do his own their own color yeah straight up the guy from bodog like the like the mixed martial arts and the online gambling yeah he patented his own tartan like the house of bodog (laughs) anyhow pretty much again uh you've we've gone over the brewing history of Coors go back to where we've talked about Coors Bank we've talked about Coors Light go back that's like literally like episode two and four yeah
0: and Coors's specific entry in this market was recent it was
1: 2018 this beer uh came out so it's it's not actually that old um yeah I was going to talk more like as we were drinking about it but I just wanted to say on this can like I like the coloring scheme the blue it kind of has a good contrast in a sense like how like The logo of coors and the edge both conflict in the the parallel coloring. Yeah. And um, I wanted to touch on also on all the cans we're reviewing today, they all have nutritional facts on them, and being that this is actually the lowest calorie option and has calcium, but compared to other six percent calcium.
0: Sick good for your bones.
1: Yeah, that's really really (laughs) good. There's um, not so much sodium in this as well compared to other ones, but again, yeah,
0: and that's what's interesting. I don't know if our audience knows that, but like non-alcoholic beers actually have nutritional information. You know, here in Canada, we have a very own our own system. I think U.S. has one as well. Yeah, well, ours is like right based on, on a
1: two thousand calorie diet. That's what everything is based yeah. on. Yeah, like and the you don't you don't fast. see that
0: with with normal beer. Like you don't see that with like blue or Canadian. Like normal, you go to the beer store.
1: You don't you don't see those. Um, those type of can really the only one that you see it with is Miller light because they're like literally the lowest calorie option of alcoholic beer pretty much next to like Natty light and Bush uh, Bush light. Mm -hmm. But like those, like that's the only one that you see, like it has the nutrition facts on no one else. does. I don't think they want to advertise that kind of stuff or I don't think (laughs) there's any, I don't think there's any like legislative law that says that they have to. So they just don't. Yeah, like on As here we, i think they have to like by law yeah i was saying
0: earlier if you were listening if people listen intro like uh if you're drinking like some of these heavy stouts are probably like quite a lot of calories and if you've read them you'd be like oh my god it might kind of dissuade you from uh consuming them so to, so to say but um it's interesting yeah the 60 calories it's it's quite a bit lighter what do you guys so what do we think of the can like um i kind
1: of like it. i actually. I like, I was going to say, like, I actually don't mind the look of this can. It looks cool. I think this. I wish this was. I'm not trying to be biased or anything, but I wish this was an al- alcoholic beverage because I think this looks really cool. Yeah, I think and it I really think, grabbed your yeah. attention. I think they did a good job as a non-alcoholic beer to kind of grab you and be like, "Hey, look at this." Yeah, uh, Alex, what are your thoughts?
2: I, I honestly, I like it. This has the same tones as like uh, as Banquet, super popular beer. This is easy to spot in the store. I'm really surprised that it's took them that long to do it yeah. um i feel like this is the only double brewed beer that we have so the way that i understand this is um i think they just brew a beer and then they the second the second brew is when they pull the alcohol from it i could be wrong that would make that might make sense yeah that seems logical yeah that's how that so, other,
0: yeah. that's the other I, similar uh, beers are made they take like the the trimmings for as they call it or the
2: well they
1: could just like distill it and what's left over is yeah. what you get yeah yeah
2: yeah, I will say there is a like a other beers we're looking at have have no sugar in them. So there is uh, like five grams of sugar. That's a fair amount of sugar for a for a drink like this, not like five grams. What's
1: the percentage though for sugars? They
2: don't put percentages well, on carbs. sugar. Four uh, percent. Yeah. Well
1: then even then three percent, five percent or less is little, fifteen percent or more is a lot
0: yeah i i I like that you know i find non-alcoholic beers i mean i worked in a grocery store for a long period of time so you know see people would buy non-alcoholic sorry non-alcoholic beer i I like how this actually does look like a beer like i feel like it it's it looks a bit nicer than some of the the non-alcohol alternatives they tend to be very bare bones or like if you're here in like ontario we have like pc brand it's just like it just looks like you're buying like vegetables or like right like it it just kind of looks like groceries a lot whereas this has like Yeah, this has like prestige. Like it looks like a beer. There's a lot of like kind of art. It places. stands out. Yeah, and it pair, sure. it matches well with banquet and kind of how they look.
2: Yeah. And honestly, what, like yeah. this is um. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people are kind of redoing how this looks because before it just used to be like duels or Beck's, really bland looking stuff in the store, and now it's filling up with craft stuff. There's this like. Um, yeah i I don't know. I like honestly looking at the can. I'm gonna give this can an eight. I just like the way it looks. You
1: guys? You're going to give it an 8. I'm going to give this a 7.5 because I the only thing that I feel like this is missing from it is like the more of like the water stream that comes beneath the mountains like on traditional Coors cans. I think this took a bit of like the Coors Light aesthetic, but it made it more like a Coors Banquet kind of style. Yep. So I'm going to give it a 7.3. Uh, yeah, Sorry, 7.5. I like, whoa, like, fractional score.
0: No <laughs> I, I can't commit to a 0. 0.5. I got to go 0. 0.3. Um, I'm just going to actually just go a little bit lower. I'm going to go seven. I, I really like the can. I like how it looks stark. It looks more like a traditional, you know, alcoholized beer. It doesn't look like, you know, groceries or it doesn't look like a bland kind of knockoff mm-hmm. brand or something that's considered a little bit lower quality. And
2: it's, not, it's not prominent, but it does contain barley.
1: <laughs> oh, fuck. I actually missed that on the can yeah <laughs> it, oh and gr- no wait it doesn't say warning or caution it no, ingredients. It's, it's ingredients. there's,
0: there's yeah. no warning needed do we need a warning well no, no
1: all not. the other ones say that like warning contains yeah. barley oh because allergies perhaps yeah yeah like, or it's like caution this one doesn't say it that but is- like if you look on course light course banquet it'll say warning contains barley
2: yeah um, yeah I, is, I, I find yeah. It funny in the sense that um there's no ingredients on a regular beer, but there's ingredients on these just because they're in a grocery store with a nutritional label. And the first ingredient of all of these is beer.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, no, some of them, the actual beer have ingredients.
1: It usually just says like water, bolted barley extract yeah. and whatever that says,
2: but nothing proprietary or any. You
1: know. Yeah. So, all right. Let's right
2: well, let's, let's, let's get see. into it. You
1: guys, you guys ready?
2: ready? It's a bit pleasurable
1: and for and you guys. ASMR. Yeah, ASMR. Yeah, we don't have the fucking bottles. And <laughs> three, two, one. Crack them. Ooh, crack. that had a really good crack. Let's see how it smells right off the hop because I always forget. It actually smells well. okay.
2: Yeah, very light.
1: Yeah. Wow, it, it's very airy. Oh my Let's god! See how yeah, it I'm pouring, and it pours quite uh, quite thin, quite clear. It's very translucent. Very, very foamy. Mine's quite foamy. It's very carbonated. Like, there is a very pretty carbonated. good... Yeah, like, it's very fizzy. It's got a, a... I don't know what it is, but it's like an airy head. It's dissipating very fast.
2: Yeah. Let's see it tastes
1: just of, off the hot pop.
2: Yeah, I'm not getting a lot of flavor in here, to be honest.
1: This... It tastes kind of sweet. I guess that goes back to the sugar that we mentioned. Yeah. I don't know how to feel about this.
2: I find it kind of bland, to be honest.
1: It tastes like, like very weedy. It doesn't have like a lot of uh,
0: the full flavors that you normally get in like a Coors banquet. It kind of tastes mm-hmm. similar to Coors Light. Like it just tastes like a.
1: Yeah. This tastes gonna... better than Coors Light, John. Oh, you think so? I, I mean,
0: I think like Coors Light has a bit of more of a punch to it than, than this one. This one feels like even more. I don't know, watered down. There's just no flavor. Like I, well, those it's guys, it's just it. like, it tastes like this, But like
2: this one, actually, like I would rather have a Natty
0: Light over this, to be honest.
2: Hey, na- Do you whoa, have it? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Natty Light is in a totally different stratosphere than this beer. Um, but that being said, um, I'm not tasting anything here. Like, um, yeah,
1: I don't really. Do you know what I would do with this? Is that I would put um. You could mix this with something or use like these options. You could make like um like another cocktail. Like you could add whiskey to this, or you could like put like um like make a rocket with a Smirnoff ice, or put something else. You could just put outside if you want a a
2: strong snake bite. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. like like a light snake bite. Yeah,
1: you could literally almost put like fucking like alcohol, like hard alcohol in this to kind of even it out.
2: Like a drop shot in your non-alcoholic beer yeah,
1: as we, we always could. do
0: our, um, our social media like what, what, are, what are the people saying let's see on um, beer advocate it's got a 2.14 which is a 54 oh, wow. awful score and on yeah. the top it's a 1.82 stars oh my points. god
2: <laughs> so i'm gonna i'm gonna just go right off the bat here i'm giving this a four um i just don't like it's a it is a beer i'm hoping our, our other beers in the lineup have some sort of flavor i've just like if someone gave me one of these, I would just have a water to be honest. Like there's nothing in yeah. here that's appealing to me. Wow, so. I'm like taking a long time to drink this. Holy so cow.
1: Yeah. It's it's kinda of, I don't know. It just doesn't very have carbonated
2: like, too. Mm-hmm.
1: It doesn't have that appeal that you want to it's drink.
0: It. To drink like, it's really bubbly, and I'm having a hard time just like really drinking it down.
2: It's like burning my mouth with carbonation. Yeah, I'm just like,
0: Ooh. I feel mean, like I'm gonna burp like a uh, Willy Wonk in the chocolate factory. It's gonna float up and uh, scary. What, are, what are you guys thinking here? Uh, oh my how god yeah i'm, I'm gonna giving give it, a, it
2: five.
1: a really i'm gonna give it a sorry go on john what's your reasoning
0: oh i mean i just i, I think alex had it right I, I like it a little bit better but i think um it's just kind of plain but it, it's acceptable i think like um you know depending on your circumstance especially if you want to just have like a can of beer that's like sad if you're a slow drinker because this thing is quite carbonated and you maybe like as, after it settles it's a bit more yeah, sipable but I otherwise
2: one of these like you're just your stomach's gonna be bubbling
0: yeah, yeah, I just, um, yeah but it's, it's taste wise, it's just kind of very thin, and just incredibly yeah. watery, very, very light wheats, and kind of, um, you know, that typical kind of uh, bratty taste that you do find like in your lagers. It's a very faint, but it's not not nothing else other than that, no other flavors on, other, uh, outside of that.
2: Tom,
1: yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna give it a 4.5, I think. I'm gonna come right in the middle because I think it's still drinkable, but I wouldn't want to drink it, like, I yeah. just I don't see the point of this, to be honest. There's another beer down the line that I'm actually excited to try because I have um have an idea for it for a future Mm -hmm. use. Mm -hmm. But I just think that this is it's this is taking barley soda very literally. Yeah.
2: Yeah, like (laughs) barley
1: soda here.
2: Like I I have um non-alcoholic rattlers at home. I feel like if you're gonna actually have something like this, it needs to taste more like a beer. Or it needs to be a twist, like yeah, like
1: there needs, needs right to be exactly yeah. We'll find out later about that though.
2: All right. Well, um, yeah. Let's get into the next beer.
1: Hmm. Well, do we have? A I
2: think
0: recommendation?
1: You recommend
0: it. <laughs> I'm gonna have to give it a. Um...
2: Sorry, I'm ready to move
0: on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna give it like a. I'm gonna give it like a five. Like I guess if you really, if you, if, you, if you, I'm I'm kind of thinking, am I recommending this to someone who's specifically asking for? non-alcoholic beer in that case oh, well, i mean in that case i might actually be inclined to give it like a six or seven i'm going to look at it from that angle actually for this episode and i'm going to give it like a six because i do think it's probably more recommendable than some of the other ones out there um but otherwise it's not um i, I think there might be better options i, I just don't think it's that good. Yeah. i'd
1: probably try something else i want to give it a three like i don't really feel <laughs> like i'd want to recommend this to anyone to be honest like i'm you know, I think people that know of this already, like, will try it themselves. I don't yeah. feel like I would be like, go out of my way or even partially out of my way for that matter. Be like, You need to try this. I would, I'd recommend a Coke Zero over this, to be honest.
2: Yeah. Um. I'm going to come in with a four. Um, I'm not anti non-alcoholic beer. I have a full shelf of my fridge with non-alcoholic beer. Mm-hmm. Friends come over if they were, if they're driving, they want to have something light, whatever. Um, a lot of members of my family don't drink. So they have non-alcoholic beers. Yeah. And I will say like, there are some better brands out there. Like, um, the Safeway Sobeys brand compliments, they make a better lager. It's way cheaper than this one. It tastes like a beer um, President's Choice makes a Rattler as well too. Like they're not in our lineup. These are like the domestic of domestic pints only. I would say like, this isn't bargain bin. This is just like the middle of the pack beers as well. We chose today. Um, but I would, I would recommend other non-alcoholic beers than this one yeah. before mm-hmm. for me. And with that, no modifier, I there's yeah other than a nice can that this beer doesn't have much going for it.
1: <laughs> exactly. I definitely agree. Like can great is pretty good with their cans, I have to admit. Mm. But taste-wise, mm, I'm not giving it the modifier. And uh, for myself, I'm not going to give
0: it the modifier either.
1: Oh. Um,
0: all right, so um, I, I had to take my dog out. Sorry, guys. Uh, Budweiser Zero is our next one. Um, I mean, Alex wants to talk about this too, so I'll, I'll let you do. I'll jump in with your uh, comments too. But um, Budweiser Zero is an interesting one. This was, of course... Um, if you're looking at this can, I, I know here in Canada you might have might look a little bit different. You might have thought, oh, wasn't it called Prohibition Brew? Yeah, this actually used to be called here in Canada Budweiser Prohibition Brew. That actually launched in 2016 in Canada. It was later rolled out in other countries. Um, and then this was re- rebranded and, and relaunched worldwide as Budweiser Zero. It was actually launched in India as Budweiser uh, 0.0. So that's why it, it says zero on it. Um, yeah, this can is, it's, it looks pretty much like um, a regular Budweiser can, just all kind of in white with gray, except the, the Budweiser red in the zero text. Otherwise, I mean, this can, is this can literally the same design as Budweiser? It seems like it.
1: I yeah, like it's, it can. I wanted to touch on something else. You know, like on the crest, on the above, they have like the saying about their brewing process. They changed it just for this experience. This oh. can because if you look, at like we're proud to present or featured yeah a Budweiser t- or standard but refreshing smooth and finished making for over hundred with ju- with zero alcohol, mm. uncompromisingly Budweiser brew for those who make zero compromises. Cool, interesting. I think that's kind of nice that they did that again. Like this can has it's 0.0 Yeah. So there's not even. Yeah, like, not, not even zero point five. Of yeah. Wow, yeah. Of
2: course, and at least a little bit no sugar which basically the calories are higher in this can but yeah. um, that's
1: surprising
2: you of your carbs because there's no carbs from sugar so um yeah do we want burger. to talk
0: a little bit about this can I, I think otherwise like if you listen to like literally our first episode i believe which we talked about budweiser i think that might even yeah. be the first beer we talked about period um, it's. I feel like it's literally other than as, as as Tom mentioned, the description change. It's it's the same can just in a different color, different variant. If you look at the um, our post on Instagram, you'll see what the can looks like. You'll you'll get it. It's also note to note, it does have the nutritional facts on it. So it's got the facts right on the can, which I, mean, I, I like. It's kind of interesting to see that. It makes you think a little bit more about like what you're consuming, what are the specific variant ingredients and
1: stuff like that.
2: I yeah. personally like seeing this with less red on it. Like this is a nice looking can. Yeah, I no, like it, looks,
1: it looks it looks very classy. Like the yeah, it looks like
0: um, this would be like a Budweiser
1: dry or like a yeah, like exactly. a, yeah. Like a limited they edition. Like,
2: they, they make, actually, make like a, a nitro, like a nitrogen bud. Um, they make a Jim Beam bud, and they all kind of hold the same sort of classy look. You've got the crest where it kind of references like Europe, America, Asia, Africa, Australia. Um, yeah, I like this. What what would you guys rate it? Um, I'm going to give it like an eight. I
0: think it's a great can. I think like if you're going to the store to get like non-alcoholic beers or even when I was in the beer store, like I could see someone honestly, like even mixing this up with like a beer. And I think that might be why they actually changed the name because, you know, Budweiser Prohibition Brew. I could easily see someone getting mixed up and thinking like, oh, prohibition longer, like pre-prohibition longer, and, and thinking it's an actual beer. Now, and I gotta say again, I used to work at a grocery store. So I used to I worked for when we sold this, it was called Prohibition Brew. I would actually get people like coming up to be like, is this beer? Can I like people didn't read? I guess they're just like, is this beer? I'm like, yeah, it is like, but like, is this alcohol beer? Like, no, 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 it's it's dealized because it would actually convince people would like, get kind of tripped up and think, oh, this is actually a beer beer. Like it's an alcohol, it's an alcoholized beer. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give it a date. It looks really great.
1: Mm-hmm. I like this. I think the, the white, it looks really well and the only red that you can see is the zero itself. And um, I wanted to kind of touch on the back. I, this The Miller Light can has it's the only one that I know that has nutritional facts but it says, and kind of like in the, the asterisk um, but it's like um, it says 5% is a little, 15% or more is a lot, which is kind of cool to reference, um, like for percentages in your daily intakes. But I'm gonna give this an eight as well because I think this is like really nice. It's very clean. It's very, really it likes like classic in the sense of, and, it, and they kind of make it its own, like kind of like the Bud Light with the blue. Mm-hmm. This makes it its own with the white. I think it looks really nice and looks just, it's very clean.
2: Nice. I'm coming in with a nine. I think this is a really classy can. And you know how all these beers say enjoy responsibly. The only other red part of the can on the back, it says enjoy freely as well, too. So, yeah, nine for me. I think this is a, this is a nice looking can. Um, it kind of touches. It, I think it pulls in some of the new looking Budweiser that I'm not really sold on and like still keeping a lot of the old pieces intact, too. So, yeah, nine for me. Let's let's crack it open. I'm, I'm uh, excited to try this one.
0: All right. SMR, get ready. All right, I'm counting down. All right, get ready. In five, four, three, two, one. Crack them.
1: Ooh, I think that. How does it smell?
0: It smells. It smells
2: a little bit. I don't even heavier than anything. the last Oh no.
1: I don't smell anything out of this one. This
2: smells a bit more like beer to me. Yeah, it, it um, yeah. It smells like beer. Th- I'm either, getting of the
1: total opposite. It's darker. That's for sure yeah
2: and I, it
0: has a very good head on mine. yeah, mine's got a good head. It doesn't seem to be as carbonated like it's gonna shrink down pretty soon. Um,
2: yeah, there isn't much of a smell though i I will admit. <laughs> it tastes like um
0: tastes like bud kind of.
2: <laughs> yeah, it doesn't taste like bud to me, but like it's better than the last one. I'm yeah, still not- um,
0: yeah it's it's got an odd taste to it, but I, I think in some ways it does feel a bit heavier. And I think it kind of matches more with like what a Bud would be. I mean, we we're pretty high on Bud. I think it was a pretty good beer.
2: Yeah, this this tastes like this doesn't taste like Bud to me, but this does taste more like a beer, I would say. It's just the one thing with these beers so far is there just have been like a not much of an aftertaste at all, which you really kind of like the alcohol when you have like a full body beer, it kind of lingers a bit. But um, mm. more I to like the less carbonated, a bit darker. And, yeah, I, just,
0: uh, I also want to note this one on, uh, for social media, it's got 2.8 on beer advocate and a 3.57 on tap, which is, which is less significantly higher than our last one. That's for sure. This
1: tastes more like a beer to me.
2: Yeah. Like I'm, this I'm still tastes not, a like, lot better. Yeah. Like I'm not thrilled by this. Don't get me wrong, but it, it is a um, significant improvement over the last beer. Um, it's
1: in the like the, the difference in nutritional value and alcohol content. Yes. Yeah.
2: It's interesting. Wild. I do like that. Maybe it's the fact that there's no sugar in this one that it does have a bit mm-hmm. more of like a like an actual like barley wheat taste. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's true. It's not as sweet, it doesn't have that artificial sweetness.
1: Yeah. I don't know. It just tastes more like a beer.
2: Is um, I'm just not getting the smell.
1: Yeah, I didn't get any smell. Yeah.
2: yeah, it's almost like there's no substance to these. I, I get more aromas
0: even when I'm drinking, I am like in
2: yeah. general. Like it's just a lack of flavor entirely. Um, yeah. yeah. So I will say, just like given the fact that I gave that this one, I'm gonna give it a a six. I think is fair. It's it's significantly better than what I did last time. Um, and uh, I honestly, I don't mind it. Like it. Um, it's just not something that I would seek out. I would rather have like a water. Yeah.
0: Um, actually that's where exactly where I was heading a six for me. I I think I pretty much agree with what you said. And I think um I like how this is a bit more, it has like more of like a yeasty taste. Like it does kind of in the back of my throat, it, it kind of tastes more like a beer. It's hard to really describe, but it has significantly more of like a texture, like a mouthfeel to it, as opposed to the core's edge, which just felt very thin, very very watery, very um very stripped down to the point but which is odd because this one actually has zero percent as opposed yeah. to the core's edge and um and then it has no sugar either so I, it's kind of interesting but yeah i'm gonna give it a i six. will
2: i will say um yeah it's just like it's interesting all around like I'm, I'm just trying to put my finger on it um yeah maybe come back to me here i'm still thinking about what to say <laughs> Tom, what it's okay think? Um, I don't mind the taste of
1: this. I was a little surprised. I remember once that I had this, I got like a free can one time, and it was kind of like, but it was like in the middle of summer, and it was like because I bought like a whole flat of bud. They gave me one just because, and I was like, Oh, I'll tr- kind of try. I took a sip of it and I gave it to like my landlord's son, and I was like, This is your beer now. Because like if if anything he could drink it even though because there's no alcohol in it so mm-hmm. it's like oh you can like hang out with us today pretend like you're drinking not that we condone like underage drinking enforcement but <laughs> it's just I don't, I wouldn't I like, guess it just has like an odd taste to it like it's we it's it tastes like a beer but there's like something missing and it's probably just the alcohol i yeah. I want to give it for taste though. I want to give this a five point five.
2: Um, one what, what I wanted to circle back on that I just completely forgot about was um, like we had to take a hiatus because John had to let his dog out. <laughs> and um, the, the one thing I'll say with this beer relative to the other one is just like it took a very long time to get through a can of Coors, and like this is just much more drinkable. That's that's where <sighs> I kind of leave it off. But maybe that kind of like dovetails nicely with going into the the likely to recommend piece. I'm going to come in at a six again here um, just in the sense of like, I do think there are better options out there. Like I said, last beer that are not necessarily middle of the pack, um, but it is significantly better. So like, well, I might not have it again. I wouldn't feel bad recommending this to someone either.
0: Um, yeah. I'm going to give it a seven. I, I kind of I feel oh. that a little bit more as well too. I, I think it's just a little, I would recommend this, Slightly more than a, a core's edge, and I, again, I also look at it from like, am I, am I recommending specifically towards like a non uh, alcoholic kind of consuming audience? So, I think they would probably um, be willing to consume this a bit more, and I think they would probably like this a bit more than some of the other alternatives out there. Um, even frankly, even the Core's edge, I think is better than some of the kind of lower brands, lower tier brands out there, which you know, thankfully we didn't cover for this. <laughs> like, oh, so probably happen that we didn't drink O'Deal's, uh, but uh, yeah, seven for me.
1: Oh, well, in that sense, John, how likely would you recommend this to someone?
0: Oh, I said uh, a seven. Yeah, I would.
1: No, I thought that was for taste.
0: Oh, I, no, already,
2: no, I, I you gave it a six. I gave it a six for taste. So, how, how What's your recommendation score, Tom?
1: Okay, okay my recommendation. So I want to give this a five. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Sorry, That's- John. I thought we were kind of we kind of jumped over that. So I'm bad.
2: going to, uh, I'm going to give this a modifier. I think it's significantly better than the other beer. Um, and so far, like it stands, uh, it stands out. So <laughs> what about you guys?
1: I'm not going to give it the modifier. I think you get what you deserve. Hashtag Joaquin Phoenix, the Joker. <laughs> um, I'm going to give it a zero too. I,
0: I like, like, I think it's okay, but, um, I don't know. Yeah. There's nothing out there really urging me to kind of. Give this it. feels like. I, yeah, I, I kind of always feel like modifiers. It's like a gut reaction. I'm kind of like, Ugh, I really want to give it a modifier, and I kind of usually yeah. don't. I don't get that with this.
1: Mm-hmm. This is like Alice Cooper and Wayne and Garth were not worthy. <laughs> <laughs> all
2: right. Oh. Well, that's fair. Um, all right. One more beer here. Let's let's get into it. So um, this one was courtesy. Uh, John was able to. Uh, secure this one for us. Cause they don't actually have it in Alberta, um, but it's made by Sleeman and we do have Sleeman clear original drafts. Um, we have the Sleeman Roost, the red out here. Um, but this is the Sleeman 0.5 citrus lager. So it's a, I'm excited to try this beer, natural flavors. Um, and uh, yeah, I guess looking there, there really isn't that much information on this beer. Um, they basically say there's no compromise on taste with this easy drinking citrus forward, non-alcoholic lager. It has bright citrus notes of lemon, lime, grapefruit, and tangerine. So,
1: Ooh, that's a real I thought, citrus. Like,
2: at this, I thought it was just a lime, but it looks like there's more to that. Yeah. Uh, so all of those uh, citrus fruits uh, perfectly complement its crisp finish, and it's uniquely aromatic and refreshing alcohol-free beer, well-suited for any occasion. Um, this rolled out in 2020 during covid um and yeah let's let's get into the can i maybe i can kick things off by saying sure. this was green. i just thought it was a lime beer
1: mm-hmm. i think this blends in with like the Cerveas kind of <laughs> style it's really funny too because uh cerveza, cerveza sorry
0: when i was first buying this drink i um i didn't even realize this was non-alcoholic i thought this was a, a regular beer so actually like I, I when i got to the beer store like i was you know looking around i'm sorry the lcbo rather this was one of the first drinks i put in my cart i was like oh cool i've never seen like a like a sleeman's i thought it was a seltzer like a like a lime seltzer so i threw in my cart and then as i was like kind of uh wrapping up i realized it was non-alcoholic i'm like oh you we were planning kind of a non-alcoholic episode i'm like this would be a good choice so yeah i was very easily convinced if you're in the store seeing it from far away because of the kind of the big text zero five the the point five and the yeah. how it blends with the can from far away it looks like it's like a seltzer like it, I I think yeah um, it does it's very convincing. Because I think like for people to get hung up on like kind of the numerical scores with like the alcohol where it's like you see like the zero point. And I think some people, there might be some people out there, if you're kind of one of those people who's like, oh, I can drink like high alcohol contents. You're kind of like, you know, that type of person. If you're someone who's a little bit like intimidated by that or you think like if I have lower alcohol content, people are going to, you know, judge me. It's kind of a little bit more minimalized. It's only in 5.5. 5. It's got the big text. It doesn't, it's very hard to see. You have to turn over to the back of the can and read to see that 0. 0.5 on the back. So I think that's really interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. I think this looks really cool. I like the can. Like, again, like this could be easily mistaken. as just like a regular like, like Bud Light lime kind of deal, like a mm-hmm. lime flavored beer. I think it says it's a citrus lager, but I always kind of dis- associate this with like Corona, like like a Cervasus with lime. Yeah. I that's what I thought it was at first, but I like the yeah. look of this. I don't know about
2: double take and look back and see that it's 0. 0.5 and huge font like yeah I, I just didn't see that i just thought it was like some sort of green for lime but. yeah and it
0: actually it looks very similar in this this type of this specific type of sleeve and design looks very similar to their um, lighter flavored beers like they have like a peach one i think and like a maybe a green oh, really one, yeah they have they look very similar to this that's why originally i just oh. thought it was a, a lime take on it
2: so um one other thing too so uh, 60 calories for the can this has the most sugar in it obviously because it does have some like citrus in it but um uh six grams of sugar and then everything else is kind of negligible in terms of the daily value but um yeah what would you guys rate this can
1: i'm i'm gonna give this an 8.5 i think this is slightly better than the bud can
0: i'm gonna give it an eight i think it's I, I like it kind of on this i think the same tier as the bun. i think they're both pretty good cans um mm-hmm. i think i would probably lean a little bit more towards this one but I, yeah i think it's it's quite good i like that one uh, it's very easy to just kind of mix up with traditional beer cans so that tells you it's kind of got a really convincing good design on it and i i do think like, they really put a lot of attention to making it look like a beer either which might might either appeal to people who you know, maybe you're more inclined to buy it and just try it out. But otherwise people who might be a little bit kind of self-conscious about like buying non-alcoholic beer, because some people, if they're buying it, they might think you might be worried about getting judged or, or that sort of thing. This is really minimizes it. So it's, it's kind of, kind of hidden a bit, I, I, which I think might appeal to some people. So
2: yeah, for me, uh, I'm going to give this a 7.5. I'm going to go in a different direction. I, I just feel like it's kind of misleading. I thought I was getting like a Bud Light Lime and now I'm reading there's like great oh, yeah. stuff in there um the the one thing i would say about sleeman cans in general too is just like they kind of look like like a discount brand in terms of the can like i i don't really see a lot in this to be honest you've got this like, well
1: i wouldn't like, say like sleeman is anything bougie in any fact or like you would yeah. have to pay so i think they kind of represent themselves fairly
2: yeah no that's fair but um yeah i mean just just in terms of the kind of way it looks here i'm going to give it a 7.5 but let's uh let's crack it open hopefully this has a, a bit more flavor than the last I,
1: yeah i'm re- i've been pretty excited about trying this to be honest
2: great <sighs> okay man we'll, uh, in uh shout out to the asmr by the way um, always we love you hello. asmr in uh three two one crack them
1: crack that was very unison
2: Oh, I like the smell. It's it's very citrusy. Very, very, ooh, very nice. I, it has a yeah, much even, big, I,
1: big citrus sense. Yeah, I can nice. taste the fucking like the grapefruit.
2: Oh, it's pouring out dark like a beer too.
1: Yeah, it's it's wow, it's much darker. I
2: might actually enjoy this. Nice head on it.
1: Um, yeah, like the color is like the same as like the Bud Zero. I think the head is a little bit better. It's not as dissipating as fast. It's The um, smell it, is like I don't know. Like I almost want this as like a candle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like making a candle at that scent. Yeah, let's see how it tastes. Whoa! Tastes like a bunch of lime ex- juice. It tastes like no. Like this is like all the citrus flavors, like the lemon, lime, grapefruit. I taste yeah, it's all very, of that. This
0: is very citrusy and I think, you know, because uh, I, think you of, add, man, like, I think you could
1: add like I think you can add like a shot of vodka to this. You'd be fucking aces. I
0: got to say I, I feel like the the combination of all those citrus flavors really pairs well with kind of a really thin down beer because I think it's just like it, it's like a combination that meshes well. And uh, there's a lot of cocktails out there that use beer that tend to be like like margaritas and and kind of combine those flavors yeah. well and I think it's just a naturally good pairing.
1: The beer readers great
2: summer beer. Like this is yeah. this is something on like a hot day if you're outside. It just kind of like feels like a
0: lighter
1: Bud Light. I don't
2: line. Have this in like the middle of the winter, to be honest.
1: Yeah, Bud Light Ultra yeah. Light.
2: Um. Yeah. Exactly. I I will say um, this type of flavor seems to be needed for a lot of the non-alcoholic beers, just so that it does have some some um. Aftertaste, but I am keen to kind of uh look at some of the stouts and other stuff that village and partake and people offer. But yeah, uh, yeah, I guess
1: isn't good. I I say Partake isn't bad. It's actually that's actually a really tasty one.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And they've got a bunch of kinds now too. Um, but I guess in terms of taste, like this, um I'm gonna give this a 6.5. I actually think this is really good. Like um, it's it well, I mean not really good but it's better than what we've had I, I would just say like it's still i still get that note that is missing something like it's just not heavy yeah it's like an alcohol beer but the um the citrus does help balance things out a bit so six I feel 5. Like,
0: yeah i kind of feel like the citrus wasn't there it, the spirit might not taste as um as appealing um yeah. i kind of like i'm like what what if why don't they make like a bud light lime but like bud light zero like they should they should do something like that because i feel like that would be
2: Something, that, would be great,
0: yeah. that would be great but this is something very close to that so yeah 6.5 for me as well actually I, I i don't really i was thinking towards a seven but i just don't think there's just enough there to push me over the hump i think it's a welcome alter, alternative and a kind of nice surprise compared to some of the
1: plainer um, standard flavors so definitely i actually really like the taste of this like I, I wish this was an alcoholic drink now i'm sorry if i bring this up for the third time today but like this would be a fantastic drink. Yeah, Sleeman, hear me out. Just add <laughs> alcohol to this. <laughs> well, they don't, well,
2: Sleeman doesn't make a like a citrus beer. Well, they yeah. do
0: now. They're making like these flavored kind of. I think they're like two point five, or they're um, they're like a higher. They're like a light beers. They're like a light light beers. Um, Ultra
1: lights. I'll, I'll
0: see if I can find the uh, yeah the Sleeman two so point They're like lower calorie.
1: Oh yeah, uh, four percent like the 4% clear. Light
0: beers. Yeah, it's like the clear, but they have kind of like flavored
1: clear now. I feel like these
2: are kind of the to the
1: these are like these are like those are like the featherweights.
2: Yeah, that's like getting oh, yeah. into the seagull rattler territory. Yeah, they have a Sleeman 2.0 peach. That's a pretty good. Anyhow, decent one but
1: I wanna, I wanna I wanna kind of echo what Alex said. I want to give this a 6.5 that's as cool. well. Dang. But like this is it's not bad like i definitely i would almost put like again like something with it like that's what you could use this or i could cook it like you could like marinate with stuff with yeah. this i think it would be great to make like chicken for like tacos this would be prime yeah or like any kind of like any kind of like mexican cuisine this yeah. would be superior
2: yeah no i i fully totally agree um i'm gonna I, like in terms of like the have again or recommend, um, this is probably the only other, the only beer in the lineup I'd have again. Um, I'd like after trying it, and I wouldn't feel bad recommending it to someone. So I, I'm actually gonna give this one a seven. I feel like Ooh. it's a big bet to tell other people to try this, especially in the summer. If someone's driving or doesn't want to drink that night or something like, I feel like this is actually like a a reasonable alternative if someone still wants to have a beer. Um, and for having so much citrus in it, it wasn't like overpowering either. So I do think it's kind of a safe bet. So I'm, I'm going to come in at a seven for that.
1: Nice. I want to come in at a six. I think the citrus profile was like spot on for me. Yeah. I, and I think some people should actually try this. I give it that I wouldn't like probably most people aren't going to go out of their way to try this kind of stuff. But I like Alex said. Like th- there is a market and there is a demographic for this, and I think people who haven't tried this in that demographic should definitely try this. So that's why I give it a six.
0: Yeah, I think like if this has like I think Alex brought up a good point, which is like the kind of the it has a good balance of flavoring. Like it's not too citrusy. It doesn't have too much of the artificial, artificial like grapefruit, mm-hmm. orange, apricot flavor. I get, I think this one if it had more of that might not be as good. I'm actually I'm going to go a little bit higher. I'm going to give it an eight. I um, oh. I would recommend this over all the ones we've had today. I think it's actually quite decent. I feel like if you had this with like a bunch of friends, like if you had a, pa- if you had a, like a six pack and people like you have a six pack of, um, if you're in a setting where everyone's like, you know, drinking alcohol and you were like talking it up, like I feel like people would be interested in trying it. I feel like most people would actually really like this. Like, I think it's just, it just to me, again, it's like a, like a lighter by the light line. And I think, oh well, that's like a pretty, decent drink for uh, you know your average beer consuming audience like on a hot summer day or something like that so yeah wait for me
2: nice um i'm going to give this one the modifier i think it's the only one today that um, yeah like that really wowed me i did give bud a modifier but i i this one definitely gets it
1: i'm definitely going to give this one a modifier i think this really was a surprise i was excited all since john kind of finagled this for us I was really excited to try it because I think this has potential to be better and I want to give it the modifier regardless because I think it's good. Nice.
0: I'm, uh, I'm going to give it the modifier too. I think it was um, it was quite drinkable. I enjoyed I it. I
1: like the beer.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, um, uh, yeah, I like it. I actually don't, I, I don't, I, I bought, I had to buy this in a six pack. I actually had one before this show um, just to kind of try out and I like, I drank it. And I'm like, oh, I'm I was actually pleasantly surprised, so I'm actually looking forward to uh, polishing off the rest of them, so yeah. We
2: have That's great, and I'd like, Sleeman release this out here, and I think people would buy yeah. it. Um, Man,
1: just like, don't de-alcoholize this, because I think this would make a perfect drink. Oh, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, this has so much potential.
0: Yeah. agreed. John
1: Sleeman is rolling in his grave right now.
0: Is his name John John Sleeman.
1: I don't know. Yeah, it's John, John Labat,
0: John Molson. Well, no, it wasn't John Wilson, was it? It was like...
2: John Sleeman signed the can.
0: <laughs> I was actually saying John Sleeman.
2: Yeah, it does. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's why All I right,
0: should have checked. been I'm paying sorry. more attention. The sure. Uh, <laughs> the,
2: scores um, right. the scores are in. John, you came in at a 6.0. Uh, oh, Tom, shit. you came in at a 5 flat, and I came Ooh. in at 5.3, which gives us a 5.4 overall. Ooh, Alex you bro. pretty much had it yeah but um, zero um John came in at a seven uh Tom came in at a six point two and I came in at seven point two
1: which really point eight
2: I think it's correct six point eight overall and then the Sleeman uh John seven point seven and then Tom and I both had seven point two and that comes in at a seven point four.
0: Um, yeah i think uh, i think the system once again worked and i really don't have any much of a problem with this like i, I liked um i like sleeping a little bit more than bud and i like the bud one a little bit more than Gores, and i think a I lot more than yeah, yeah. <laughs> any other thoughts on our, our scores or are we
1: just pretty much well i that? just wanted to say like <laughs> much, no, this no, wasn't, no i was just like this is like a pretty adventurous episode oh yeah this isn't something that I would ever do on my own time, to be honest. But.
0: Yeah. And I think what's, when we took up the mantle of, of beer podcasting, I think like we, as we said at the beginning, we don't judge beers, we rate them. And we really went into this, like, we're going to be open-minded and try
1: exactly. stuff that
0: we like, stuff that we've never had before, stuff that we probably know we don't like. And we're just like, uh, we have to drink this, but we have to do it for the content. Uh, in this case, it was a little bit, um, a little bit out of our usual range. But um, what I think what was interesting was just like in terms of my perspective was like reading about the history of it and kind of realizing that this is a really massively growing market, like especially in a lot of regions in the world where people don't consume alcohol for various reasons, or or if it's if it's either religious or cultural, it's there might be actual laws preventing some sort of drinking. Um, those areas are actually booming, and and in general, much like with the sales of seltzers, Non-alcoholic beer set or cells have been and sales have been rising and rising, and it's been doing quite well. So um, there's definitely going to be more of kind of a push for these type of beers out there, and I think you know there, there is an audience of people who do drink these. People who are you know former, perhaps even in some cases former alcoholics, or people who just don't want to consume alcohol for a myriad of reasons and just want to drink them. So. There's a lot of stuff out there. Well, we're
2: to Budweiser for this episode. Drink freely because all of these have no alcohol in them or very minimal. So, um, yeah.
0: Yeah. And as you always say, like, um, don't drink and drive. And in this case, though, if you did have some of these, you could drive probably. Just don't have, like, 30 of them. And we're probably
1: fine. I was going to touch <laughs> on, actually, that because um, the Heineken makes, like, a 0.0. And yeah. that was their commercial. It's the guy's, like, driving his convertible, slamming back. And he got just pulled over and then he shows them the can that there's no alcohol
0: in it. They're like, carry on, sir. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, they're like, All right.
2: All right. <laughs> <sorry."
0: at> <laughs> yeah, it's like this is really the first time we can ever be like, um, in this case, if you're just consuming this, then you can drink this and drive. Like that's a, but otherwise, yeah. if you're not drinking this, don't drink and drive, as we always say,
2: <laughs> you know. Um, well, just to close fun. things off, we do have some interesting stuff coming up. We've got oh. beers just about everywhere um that we're trying to slot into our lineup. Um Got a big order coming in from Halifax um, for a brewery that ships across Canada as well. So hoping we can highlight them and uh, everyone who's interested can actually make their own purchase and get a ship right to the door. So um, yeah.
0: We also have a um, special guest coming up next episode. We're oh, going yeah. to be talking about some Ottawa beers. Uh, so some beers from my homeland. We already um, I've chatted about a few specific beers over in the, uh, uh, my co-hosts are regions in calgary edmonton i'm excited to try a select series of ottawa ones i, I kind of tried it. there's a it's quite a craft scene out here in ottawa the ottawa valley and uh, there's quite a lot of options out there and uh, i know i have a few friends at home who are listening who'd be interested to kind of hear my perspective and my co-host perspective on them uh, so we'll have a special guest joining us so we're going to chat some ottawa brews
1: yep it's going to be exciting
2: yeah. mm-hmm. great all right oh, anything else right.
1: Uh, yeah. I guess I w- I usually would say, know your limit, but. <laughs> In this case, there are no limits. <laughs> <laughs> the limit, limit doesn't exist. <laughs> Shout out to Lindsay Lohan and Mean Girls. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Let's. Uh, oh, let's wrap well, it all right. Well, again, follow us, like us, review uh, the fucking podcast. Yeah,
0: yeah, please do. Yeah, we've gotten
1: some, though. I, I know on Apple Pod, we've gotten quite a few. So. I wait. want to see if my review came on it.
0: I don't think it was allowed. You no, know, it wasn't allowed. <laughs> <laughs> They're
1: like, We're not
2: putting this shit
0: on there.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, I want to try again. Because it needs to be there. It needs to be there. Yes.
0: All right. Let's. let's end.
1: All right. Take care. Man. Yeah. You, you stay classy now, guys.
0: Bye-bye.
1: Bye bye. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to our episode of Domestic Pines Only. Um, our intro and outro song is by Daisy May. The song is titled, Dream Dread Beer Till the Day That I Die. You can find them at www.daisymay.com. Our artwork is by Natalie Rive. Well, uh, you can find her artwork on Instagram, at Artist or on our website, www.daisymay.com. NatalieRevee.com. That's our ID et And you can also find us on social media. At our, our Twitter account is at Domestic Pines and our Instagram and TikTok is at Domestic Pines Only. And of course, our email is Domestic Only at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week.
2: Hiding